Well, good Saturday morning, everyone. It is the 5th of June, and the second day of boot camp, I'm titling Day 2, Remain Walking in the Light. Now, there's some guys working on a deck behind my house, and if you hear some background noise, I'm sorry, I, I can't eliminate it. But anyway, here we go. I really hope that you were able to join me yesterday in beginning the 180 boot camp. Just a note to let you know that we're trying to help you develop a pattern, a habit of spending time with the Lord twice a day, one in the morning and then one before bed. Now, this one before bed can be so very valuable because I know from my own battle with sexual sin, it was at night when everyone else had gone to bed that I was the most tempted to look at porn or even just lie in bed and fantasize. So ending the day with the Lord is so much better than spending time in the garbage dump of porn. So either right before going to bed or even once you're in bed, spend this evening time with the Lord before going to sleep. It is a way to end your day well. And I've found that ending my day well leads me to starting the next day well with no unfinished business that I need to deal with. So here we go, day two of the 180 Boot Camp. Begin your time with the Lord in worship. Spend some time praying prayers of thanksgiving for what God has done for you. Some examples of that would be thank the Father for choosing you before the creation of the world loving you with an everlasting and faithful love. Thank him that his everlasting love has never let you go. Thank him that his Holy Spirit still dwells within your body, and he has never left you or forsaken you. Jesus said he would be in us forever. And then thank him that he still has a plan and a purpose for your life. Your life is in Christ is not over because you become addicted to sexual sin, okay? It's something you have to work through, and God has work for you to do later in life, or actually even while you're going through recovery. Other things more specific or more true about you and your relationship with him right now is another uh, subject to spend time in, worship. Then we go to confession. Ask the Spirit if there are any sins you need to confess so that your fellowship with God will not be hindered today. Spend some time listening, and whatever he brings to your mind, thank the Lord that he has forgiven it by the shed blood of Christ. Then we want to do our three daily prayers for purity. They're all commandments in the Bible. First, Offer your body to God as a living sacrifice right out of Romans 12, 1 and 2, which is your memory passage for this week. Secondly, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. And by that, I mean allow him to be in control, to influence you, to help you walk in the Spirit so that you do not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Ask him to lead you throughout the day and to recognize whatever escapes he's 
provides you when the temptation comes because he's promised to do that. And then, of course, put on the full armor of God as is listed in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. The belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes with which to spread the gospel, the shield of faith, the helmet of your salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. Put them on because you're in a battle. And then the scripture reading and meditation for this morning is 1 John 1, 5 through 10. This is the message we've heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And get this, the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And then verses 8 through 10, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and he's just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, then we make him out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. So read that passage over several times, slowly, asking the Spirit to help you understand what it is saying to you. Here's some questions. What two words does John use to describe God? Uh, what are we doing if we lie? So what must we do to not walk in darkness? What do you think he means when he mentions those who do not live out the truth? What two things result when we walk in the light? What are we doing if we claim to be without sin? And what does this tell you about every Christian on the planet Earth, no matter what? And what is the difference between verse 8 and verse 10? Lastly, what is the value of making confession of your sins a daily practice? And again, we have our memory work for this week, Romans 12, 1 through 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, for the time at the end of the day, first of all, let's spend time in thanksgiving. List at least three things that God has done for you today for which you can be thankful. Secondly, spend some time praying for others praying, obviously, for your family members, for your accountability partners, for other men that you may be working with in their recovery and your online support team, and pray for the, the men in your church that they, by the Holy Spirit, will want to step into the light. And pray for the Lord's protection. 
from your thoughts and your dreams as you sleep. And then lastly, as we should end every day, are there any things you need to confess to the Lord? Are there any seeds that could lead to future sin that were planted in your life today? Ask the Lord to search you and reveal anything you need to deal with before going to sleep. And then, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being low and 10 being high, how strong were you tempted today? When did you realize you were being tempted? And what did you do about it so that you didn't fall? If you did anything about it and didn't fall. If you did fall, what could you have done to prevent the fall? And then, again, Work on memorizing Romans 12, 1 and 2 as you go off to sleep. Listen, my friends, it's always easy to start a new program, like exercise, diets, or spiritual disciplines. The answer to each program actually helping you is to not demand perfection. Just keep going and pick up the next day no matter what. A consistent working on this for 49 days Even if it takes you 80 days to get it done, just keep going and make it your goal to establish this pattern for spiritual growth and to have it become firmly established in your life. I promise you, you will never regret it. This is John Doyle with the 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord. And we'll talk again on Monday. Take care and goodbye.